welcome to episode number 22 of the podcast series. Um, today's episode's a bit different to usual. Um, usually I have a script or I have notes that I follow and I kind of talk about a certain topic or have points that I want to make. Um, but today I'm just sitting down with my microphone and seeing what I want to say. Because if you follow me on Instagram, you'll know that last week I carried out a bit of an experiment. Um, Through three posts, I intentionally lied to my followers and used visuals and captions which were far from truth. Um, And I did that for kind of one reason, which is that I wanted to open up a conversation surrounding what relationship do we have with social media and kind of what's the extent of how negative the impact it can have on us. And I was... I guess wanting to gain more clarity on my opinion on that topic and also understand how lying to people and putting something out there which was intentionally untrue would impact my followers. Um, So I documented the experience and then obviously after the three posts went out I shared kind of the truth with people and told them what was going on and genuinely I was blown away by the response that it received. I never expected really for it to actually work, let alone for people to respond in the way that I was hoping, which was for people to engage in a conversation about it. Um, And really it brought up so many more emotions and thoughts and responses than I could sum up in that short video and that Instagram caption. So that's why I've decided to do a podcast episode about it today and kind of get into a bit more detail about my heart behind it, why I did it, the kind of behind the scenes of those three posts that you wouldn't have seen, what it was like executing the experiment, and also get into a bit more depth about both the response that the experiment has had on me and also the response that I received from other people as a result of it. Um, So like I said, there's no real script here. This is probably going to be a lot more chatty and informal than normal, but it felt wrong kind of doing it in any other way. So I'm going to turn the microphone on, see where it goes, and just tell you a bit more about my little experiment. So let's get straight to it and talk more about my idea and why I decided that I wanted to do this thing. Um, Because it's not, I've never seen it done before. Um, It wasn't something that I'd always been thinking about. It was very quick for me between having the idea, having the kind of questions and the conversations surrounding it and executing it and getting it done, which is quite rare for me because quite often my my head is full of ideas I'm full of things that I'd love to do and I want to do and I have all these kind of like things whirring around but not many of those do get done that's both because I don't have all the time in the world to get those things done but also because there is a lot of fear and a lot of anxiety surrounding creating you know like what if it doesn't work what if people think it's stupid what if people don't get it And the second that I thought of this concept and the second that I realized I wanted to explore this idea of, you know, how far is too far in terms of being fake online and how does this negatively impact other people, all these like fears and thoughts came into my mind. And I realized I need to tell someone that I want to do this or it's not going to happen. So I told my boyfriend, who I'm currently in Dubai with for three weeks or four weeks, I don't know, um, that I wanted to do this. I said, here's an idea I have. I really want to do this whilst I'm here because it's not every day you're in Dubai and Dubai feels like the perfect setting where everything is shiny and everything is big and everything is kind of better than everything else. This is the right place to do it. And the second that I told him, that was when the idea went into action. He's a photographer, he's a videographer. So that was the perfect kind of combination of my idea and him being able to execute it. So then I set about thinking, what do I actually want this experiment to look like? 
why like I wanted to always start with the why I didn't want to just do it because it was something that would be interesting or something people would like I was more interested in why do I want people to do this what conversation do I want to start off of it and then how can I present this in a way that's going to bring the most about it and the more I thought about it the more questions that came up I think I always started this um, experiment thinking that doing it would give me some answers that doing it would give me clarity on these questions like how far is too far when it comes to showing your life is shiny you know like what is the extent of the negative impact we can have on others through our digital content who's responsible for that negative impact is it the creators or is it the consumers and I had all these questions and I realized that I wanted to understand them better so really that was the heart behind doing the experiment and the way that I executed it was just the way that made most sense so I decided it was going to be three posts a because I knew that one probably wasn't going to have the biggest impact and I honestly didn't think I could have the guts to take it any further than across three days. <laughs> so I started with post number one and this was the post that really got it started in my mind of knowing what these were going to look like. And that one was a gym photo. If you've looked at the, if you were following me and you know the series, um, you'll know the photo I'm talking about, but you can go and have a look at it on my Instagram if you haven't. Um, but it's basically, it's a picture of me in the gym with incredibly photoshopped abs and an incredibly photoshopped body in general. Now, don't get me wrong, I care about my appearance and I go to the gym sometimes, um, but that is probably the most fake thing I could do, was present myself physically in a very, very fake way. And it was the weirdest experience. I, taking that photo, and, you know, it was also weird because there was loads of other people in the gym and there I waltz in in my, like, sports bra and sports leggings, lay down on the floor, take a few pictures and then walk out. So I probably looked like an absolute weirdo. But then I, you know, handed them off to my boyfriend and said, edit them as much as you want to. The moment where he showed me it was... I can't even describe to you how weird that feeling was. Seeing a picture of myself that was so photoshopped that I almost didn't recognise my body was the oddest experience and it was most odd because within a few minutes of looking at it and continuously seeing it it felt normal and i began to look at these like incredibly sculpted abs and this really curvy body and these thin arms and this clear skin and think yeah that is what i look like and i always had to give myself this like reminder whenever i looked at it of like that's not me that's not what I look like. And as soon as I did that, then obviously all that comparison came in of like, well, should I look like that? If someone's photoshopped me to look like that, is that how I should be? Am I worse like this? Like, that's just, it's, it's not an experience that I could describe to you, seeing yourself photoshopped, but it was incredibly odd. Um, and I posted that and I remember, like it's documented in the video that I created about it. And I remember just sitting there after we'd taken the clip that you see in the video and just not wanting, like, I didn't want to do it. I was sat there with followers who I really value and a platform that I make a real effort to use in an incredibly positive way. And I was about to consciously put something on there which was a lie. And not just that, it was the fact that I knew that people seeing my abs and people seeing me looking or showing myself as this whole like, hard-working gym person, I knew that was going to impact people negatively. I could imagine my friends um, and the people around me looking at that and not just going, oh, that's nice for her, but going, should I have that? Do I need to work harder? Do I need to go to the gym? Is it wrong that I don't look like that? 
And that was the most uncomfortable part for me, was knowing that I was doing something that could do that to other people. I did it with all of the posts. I literally would press post and then run away from my phone, no joke, and leave it for a few hours because I just couldn't bear to be engaged with it. I didn't enjoy being on the app for those kind of three or four days I was doing it because it just felt uncomfortable. Um, But really that first post, I'd say probably was the most dramatic in terms of my reaction to doing it. It was the one that I most felt uncomfortable posting. Um, And then on to post number two. So if you think, I, when I kind of thought about these three posts, I wanted to lie in three very different ways. I didn't want to just do the same thing. So the first one, I lied very visually. The photo was very fake. The second one, I wanted to try lying in the caption. And I knew from the offset that was going to feel odd. Because if you follow me on Instagram and you know my posts, you'll know that the pictures are often quite shiny and they're like professionally taken photos and they're, I would say they're good photos. They're not, I don't know. I don't want to diss anyone else's feed because I actually really enjoy people's feeds that aren't all like these shiny pictures. But the contrast that I try and create is these kind of very curated photos with very honest and raw captions. So I guess manipulating the photo didn't feel too odd to me. But on the second day, manipulating the caption and actually lying in words felt so, so weird. And I'm going to probably say the word weird in this episode about 20 times because it's the only word I can truly use to describe how I felt about this whole experiment and how it made me feel whilst doing it. But I did. I felt weird. And it was this picture of me in front of the Burj, which is, I think, the tallest building in the world. It's in Dubai. It's very like a, it's like a landmark of, a landmark? Yeah. It's like the big bend to Dubai. It's huge. And it was so hot that day. I was like 50 degrees out. Um, and we were in the mall. And we'd literally got a car to the mall just to take this picture. And we got outside for like five minutes. I did all these poses. We took this photo. We went back inside the mall. And then we got a car home. And we went home, edited this picture. And it probably would have been a picture that I would have posted ordinarily. But ordinarily, I would have posted a caption which either made showed people kind of the ordinariness of the photo or just told a very honest story or told someone something for example but what I had to do was use the caption to lie and my in an ideal world I wanted to make a long caption just like I do currently with my captions I wanted to make a long narrative but for it to be a total lie and I tried to do it honestly but I could not get past the point of one or two sentences and to me I can I felt it was easier lying about what I was doing than it was lying about how I feel or what I think or what's going on so I kind of chickened out a bit on the second post but it still was effective in in the purpose I just didn't take it as far as I'd intended to because I actually didn't feel comfortable or able to do that so the caption ended up just being I don't know something like um spending the day exploring their neighborhood before a day of like white sand beaches rooftop bars and sunset chasing something like that um which is totally inaccurate because i'm working whilst i'm here and we spend all day inside in the aircon um i've been here three weeks and we went to the beach once uh i haven't been to a single rooftop bar since i've been here and i think i saw the sunset once from the balcony so i mean and that's not me saying i'm having a bad time here i'm having a wonderful time But that post made it look like I was doing X, Y, Z and having the most incredible, life-changing, exotic, luxury, luxurious time when in reality I'm having a very ordinary experience here. Um, And that post, I didn't have much 
once I posted it, I was kind of okay because I thought, well, the least someone's kind of the most that it's going to do for someone is that they'll compare that post to their ordinary day. And actually that did create discomfort in me, but not so much with the first one because to me, I felt more uncomfortable knowing that people were comparing their bodies to me than people comparing their lives to me because I think body image is something that's so such a big issue for a lot of us and has a very big impact on our lives that I felt incredibly guilty to be adding to that for someone else. But with the second post, you know, I was conscious that people would look at that and think, well, I've spent my Wednesday inside working, sending emails, doing this ordinary thing, and she's out doing this. And I was conscious that that would have probably made people feel like their life was inferior or what they were going through or what they were celebrating wasn't good enough because it didn't match up to what I was doing. Um, so that was the second post. So then I'd kind of explored first one with the visual, second one with the caption. And the third one, I just wanted to see how far I could push it. I wanted to know what will people actually believe and what can I actually, like how far can I take it in terms of being fake? And actually that wasn't a question that I was trying to answer through this experiment. It's a question which a lot of people have asked me off the back of it is, you know, how much of what we see online do you think is fake? Isn't it scary how easy it is to fake things? And I didn't expect that to be something that I would draw from this experiment, but it really is. So with the last one, I found a random picture on Google of a random desert and mountain, um, fully photoshopped the photo so that I was in it. I mean, if you look at the picture, you can tell it's photoshopped and I didn't think people would buy it, but it seems that people did. Um, and I photoshopped when I say I, I mean my boyfriend, I'm not proficient at any of these things, um, edited the rocks so that they would fit in with my Instagram theme. And like, it's just so fake. That desert wasn't even in Dubai. We haven't been to the desert. Um, as I said, we spent all day in the aircon. And actually with that third post, I was at the point where I felt so uncomfortable with what I was doing. And I felt so guilty and conscious of the negative impact it could be having that I just had to turn off comments. I didn't want to give people a space to, you know, like, not envy, but I didn't want to give people a space to celebrate what I was doing or be excited for me or happy for me because it was just felt so fake. Um, and I guess that kind of really sums up the, the response that I personally had from doing this experiment is that I was just incredibly uncomfortable. Um, and that was the third post. Um, and then I kind of left it for about 24 hours. And it felt weird the whole way through. I, I tried to still be on stories and posting and putting things on my stories and whatever, but it just felt so disingenuous knowing that I was putting stuff out there which was fake. I almost couldn't deal with confronting my audience or doing any of those things. Um, and actually one of my biggest fears that I had before doing this experiment was that people would, um, would unfollow whilst I was doing it that someone would see that first ab photo and think, oh, she's so fake, I don't like her content, click off. And I would never get the chance to explain what I was doing. Um, and that was really, like, I'd probably say that was my biggest fear. I knew, I knew it would have a negative impact on people, but I guess the fact that I was going to own up to it and explain it to me kind of managed that negative impact. But my biggest fear was that people wouldn't get it or people would just see the first three posts, unfollow me because they think I'm some fake weirdo, and then they never see the explanation and I never get to explain myself. And it did challenge something in me of like, am I comfortable trying something 
and if it only makes sense for five people but it impacts those five people is it worth it and I don't really know where I'm at with that answer but there was a lot of like self-exploration and self-discovery that happened through this process um so then I posted the final video so what I did is throughout the process, I, th I initially thought I wanted to do a blog post or I was just going to do an Instagram post, you know, explaining what I was doing. But I realized that what I wanted is for people to purely watch this one video and understand 80% of what I was trying to do. I'm sure you've realized from this podcast episode, I mean, I'm like 15 minutes in and I've said so much because there's so much to say on the topic. There's so much to discuss it opens up so many different conversations and questions and things that we need to figure out where we sit with that I just thought I think the only way that I can feel comfortable that I've shared what I need to say is by video so I documented my experience throughout it um I kind of did videos before and after explaining both my heart behind it and also the response that it gave to me very briefly um and then I shared that and again I literally posted it and then left the house for like three hours and I remember coming back and I was so you know when you open the Instagram app I don't know if you've ever had this and I I like I don't even want to look I'm so tentative to see what number comes up in that red box of like what if no one's liked it and that wasn't because I wanted likes that's it's because I wanted people to get it my biggest fear starting this experiment was that people wouldn't get it or it wouldn't make sense to people and they would just think that I'm doing some weird thing. Um, and when I remember opening that app and then I just started seeing these comments coming in and I started seeing these like DMs that I had and I had texts from friends and I had emails and I cannot tell you how blown away I was by the response it got. And that's not because it got thousands and thousands of comments because it didn't. But the response it got was exactly what I was hoping it would create and so much bigger and in a such more significant way. And I'm gonna talk a bit more in a second about kind of the individual responses that I feel it created. Um, because there were some responses it got that I wasn't comfortable with. And there were responses that people gave me which made me feel incredibly guilty for the impact that it had, had on them. Um, but really, I did this to start a conversation. It's the name of my podcast for the, for the one reason that I'm passionate about talking about things that people don't talk about and opening up the conversation so that we can talk about our opinions, so that we can share how we feel, so that we can not come to a conclusion or say this is right or wrong, but just say, hey, where do you sit? What's your kind of stance on this? And I think my, my one big understanding, and it's not an answer and it's not a conclusion, is that it's a job for all of us, both to understand where we sit on the line between posting what's real and having you know this kind of curated feed which we're all aware that what we post even if you have a feed which is real life and I said real life with like bunny ear hands but you obviously can't see them but what I mean is that you know we all follow accounts who like they share all the real stuff and they share the negatives and they share the positives but I hate to break it to you that account is still curated that person still sits on an app, decides which picture to post and decides which, which words to put with it. They've curated that together. Whether it's real, whether it's honest, whether it's vulnerable, that doesn't change the fact that everything we see around us is curated. And it's not a right or wrong. I don't think there's a line where it's too far. I think it's just something for each of us to discuss and to discover for ourselves, you know, where do I sit in this line? 
And also, where do I sit in this line of how what I'm comfortable with having an impact on other people? And I want to talk more about the responses it got. So I'm going to go on my phone and just have a look through the messages that it got. But really, one of the biggest things in terms of what I wasn't comfortable with, with the response it got, um, was when people were talking about that gym photo. Um, and people, I mean, I'm not going to... I don't know if this is right. No, it's not naming and shaming anyone because I'm not going to name anyone. But three people, three people who I love dearly, friends, people that I care about, people who I love, people who I think are the most incredible, messaged me to say that they signed up for a gym after seeing that photo, that they looked at that picture of me and thought, I'm not good enough. I need to be better. And maybe it was inspiration. Maybe you can frame it in that way of like, oh, she was just inspiring them. You, you shouldn't feel guilty for that. I felt guilty because I was aware that by putting my Photoshop body on Instagram, people who I loved and people who I don't know but still care for were looking at that and looking negatively at themselves. And that was honestly one of the most uncomfortable feelings for me was knowing, like I'm fully aware that that like this experiment has had negative impacts on other people and sure I only have a thousand Instagram followers but if one person is negatively impacted that's just as severe as if there's more um and that was a weird feeling and I had to be like I walked into this knowing that I, I didn't I didn't quite know what was going to happen and I didn't quite know what response it was going to get and I had to read those responses and be okay with them because that's what I knew was going to happen when I started the experiment I knew it was going to negatively impact some people I knew it was going to do things that I wasn't comfortable with but that was the purpose like if it hadn't made people uncomfortable if it hadn't made people stop and have a reaction to it there was no point in me doing it um and there was just so many insightful responses both on that um on the comments on the like the final post that I did where I shared the video but also I think the the most kind of impactful responses I received were in my DMs and in my email and it was just people sharing you know not sharing um like answers or their opinions but just letting me know their kind of experience of it I mean I think for a lot of people it opened up how much of what we see is fake how much of what we post is negatively impacting on other people? How aware of we, uh, like how aware are we of the negative impact that social media has on us? I don't know if we quite know. I think it's so natural to us to see other things and compare ourselves to them. And I don't know how often we take a step back to acknowledge the negative impact that that might have. And I mean, I could talk all day about my thoughts and opinions and questions around this topic but really it is it's the start of a conversation and I truly like I said earlier in this episode I thought that this was going to give me clarity and it was going to help me to understand better and yes I understand better but let me tell you if I say started this experiment with five questions in my head I've ended it with 25 like there is so much conversation that's arisen is arisen a word that has risen, that has, there's so much conversation that's come from this experiment that I couldn't have even expected. Um, and I think one of the, one of the biggest kind of 
things that we can do off the back of this. What I don't want for this to be is for me to just impact people with a message or a question or a topic and then for us to do nothing about it. I think, and I like, like I've said a lot of times, there's no right or wrong. It's not that we need to host some debate and say, this line is too far, if you cross that, you're fake, you have a negative impact, whatever, no. It's a conversation for each of us to have with ourselves. It's a conversation for each of us to have where we understand both the impact that our own content has and the impact that the content that we see has. Because if you have an Instagram account and you have posts, you're a creator. And if you have an Instagram account and you follow people, you're a consumer. And there isn't this divide between creators with these huge accounts and consumers who follow them, no. If you post stuff, whether it's to your 500 family and friends or your 500,000 audience, you're a creator. And when you have an audience, you have influence. And when you have influence, you have responsibility over the way that that impacts people. We are given a platform where we can tell whatever story we want, where we can reach people who we could never have reached before. And that amount of control is almost scary. That amount of freedom we have to say whatever we want to whoever we want and create whatever story and whatever narrative we have slightly intimidates me. And that's what I wanted to explore in this experiment. And I think it's a conversation for each of us to have with ourselves of what influence do I want to have? You know, how do I want people to feel after they see my posts? How do I want to portray my life? How do I want to tell a story? Because like I said, everything we see is curated and even if I kind of make it personal to do with my account, I am very, very aware of the influence that I have. And that's not because I have thousands and thousands of followers, no. That's because I work in digital marketing and I truly understand the power that what we have, that what we post has on other people. Um, and I really do make a conscious effort for what I post to be real and to be honest and to have a positive impact on other people. And if you scroll back on my posts for the, I don't know, the past six months, you'll see that I've, or at least I hope you'll see that that's what my, I hope my captions do. That yes, they share the highlights. Yes, I share the good stuff, but I really, 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 really try to share my struggles and what I'm thinking and what I'm feeling and my responses to things. Um, and not create this highlights reel, which really doesn't, I'm not sure it helps anyone. It might inspire people, but by inspiring people, is that encouraging people to compare? Is that encouraging people to want what they don't have? I don't know. It's not a question that I don't think any of us can answer, but it's definitely something we can ask ourselves. Um, and it has made me look at my content and my Instagram in a completely different way, because a hundred percent I post pictures which paint a very different reality to my real life like I I don't post iPhone photos I don't post pictures that I've just taken within my life I post pictures which I've consciously gone out taken and had edited so that they look the best that they can and it's made me look at those and think you know what story is that telling how is that making people feel and there's, again, no real conclusion that we can come to here. But something that I've really realized is that I do have a responsibility when it comes to counteracting those images. 
Um, and I'm far more aware now of the impact my posts have than I ever was before. I am so shocked that people signed up to a gym because I post in the abs photo. I had no idea that I could ever have that kind of influence. And that's not me having influence. That's my content. And that's something I've created doing that to people. I didn't tell people to sign up to a gym, but I posted something which made them do that. And although it was their choice, that's still my responsibility that something that I posted, something that I did had that influence on other people. And I think it just, it just opened my eyes to, you know, what do I want to say? What do I want to do? How do I want to impact people? And I'm going to leave this episode here because I think I could probably talk for hours about this. And I guess my only question for you is what's your take on it all? You know, go and have a look at those posts. Go and watch the video that I posted and ask yourself, how does this make me feel? Like at the core of my being, when I take away all the faff of like my opinions on it, how did those posts make me feel? How does this conversation make me feel? Off the back of this episode, you know, look at your own posts, consider your own responsibilities, both as a creator and a consumer, of what negative impact could I be having and what negative impact could be having had on me? And how can I manage that? How can I be more aware of that? How can I be more conscious of that? Um, And like I said, it's a conversation for each of us to have with ourselves. There's no answer, there's no right or wrong, as much as I wish there was. It's a conversation. I feel very honored that something I've created has started that conversation and have given people a space to share their responses. But really, this experiment only comes into play when you get involved and you share. So I would love to hear what you think. Um, My email address is on my Instagram, or you can DM me, or you can comment on the post and just let me know your thoughts. Um, but that's it for today's episode. A bit different to what I was planning. Um, I just had to pause the audio because I sneezed. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's it for today's episode. I would love to hear your thoughts. I don't really know how to end this. Yeah. <laughs>